Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosian game. After meeting Remy, the crew are called back to Deck 5 as something has happened to Tuck. Returning, they discover a man in a state of extreme distress, blood dripping from his mouth and an office in disarray. Even more worrying still, Valerie has disappeared. With some good detective work and using the station's cameras and system logs, the crew deduce that Valerie must be on Deck 12 thanks to a log of Tuck's security key being used to access the control room. Arriving on Deck 12, the crew follow a blood trail to the control room with Valerie locked inside. Right, so just going to give you guys a super quick recap. Yeah, it's been mostly a while. Previously on Spectre in the Fog. This will be more sort of like a what's exactly personal to what's going on now. Mm -hmm. After being called back to the uh, maintenance cabin, you guys found Tuck in a state of disarray, shall we say? Like he was, he 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 wasn't great. The uh, the cabin was the cabin office was was a mess, and Valerie had gone missing. Is that Braithwaite? Yes. All right. I don't call him fucking Tuck. Was he a hobbit? No. Anyway, so <laughs> Uh, Dave, you went down with Memvis to the security office where they have their control panel and you managed to work out that Valerie had gone missing. You kind of saw on the security cameras and then you all realised that um, Tux, or say you all, uh, Memvis realised that Tux's security card had been used to gain access to uh, Deck 12 and the control room on Deck 12. Um, that would imply that if Tuck's upstairs, that that was Valerie. You all hot-footed over there to Deck 12 with uh, Memphis and Sydney following closely behind. On Deck 12, uh, Dave, you noticed that there were blood smears on the wall, including a handprint as well as uh, blood droplets that lead you all to the control room where, upon bursting in through the door, a um, visibly distressed, slightly unhinged Valerie turns to face you all with blood oozing out of her face, dripping off of her chin, uh, flesh hanging off, as she appears to have self-harmed in some way to start cutting away at her own face. Can you all give me a sanity roll, please? Sure thing. Mm -hmm. Eight out of seventy. Ooh, success. So you have two successes so far. Why is it bloody edit mode? Come here we go. Oh. I've always seen worse shit than this. Hey. Sixty-six. So, you if you can just run through what you guys got. Eight out of seventy. I got a thirteen out of forty. Uh, sixty-six for fifty. Yep. Fail. 49 to 80 success. Okay. Um, those who got a success, I want you to do a 1d3 for uh, sanity damage. And Is that varying for the hard and extreme for those guys? Get a bit less? It will, it will, it, it's, it's just done on a success. So a successful roll, you'll okay. still take sanity, but it's just it's just, just roll 1d3. And uh, for, 
Oh dear. And for Gary, can you do me a 1d6, please? Three for me. One. Um, I'm going to get lower than you guys for this, aren't I? Maybe. Oh no, never mind. Five. Five. Gary is useless. Damn it, Larry. Not. <laughs> I got a one. Okay, cool. Uh, well, none of you have gone temporarily insane, but what you've seen is incredibly fucked up. Hooray. Just a regular Tuesday on the moon. Well, there you go. Well, we've um, opened the door, I mean, and can see see her up against the console, yeah? Well, she's standing to face you all. All right, um, I'm going to go. It's all right, love. You know, we all have a bad day now, again. Come on, fellas, hold her down. I'll administer Carmenex. And I'm going to rush towards her and try and get, grapple her. And hopefully... Somebody else will also help me. Yeah, I'll be trying to follow alongside and maybe like grabbing an arm or something. This is a, you know, this is an example of extreme stress in workplace. Okay, so you guys are roughly ten feet away from her, so it's going to take what two strides, something like that, maybe a little bit more, two yeah. to three strides to get to her. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, that, I think that sounds about right, doesn't it? If you're all, if you're both about sort of close to sort of around six feet tall, yeah. You should be able to get to her in, in the same round, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you both just do me a quick uh, contested dexterity roll? Valerie, Valerie's failed her her dex roll. She got a 56 out of 40. So I keep my I've also failed. Okay. <laughs> I'd, like, your I'd fail? like to keep the success. 94 to 50. So I probably won't get to her first. Although... My dex is higher than hers, which means I should act before her. Yeah. And Ashley, what, what did you get? Uh, 46 to 50, so a slight success. 46 to 50. Okay, cool. Ashley, you managed to grab her before she spins around and smashes a big uh, enter button, like a big red button on the, on the control panel dashboard. Um, Jack, as you run in, sort of like grab hold of her as well, um, she slips back and her elbow comes dangerously close to hitting that button. Um, you can see that there's a there's like a red flashing light on this dashboard, which indicates that something is ready to go live, like something is gonna happen. And you guys have managed to get there just in time to stop it or to stop her from actioning something. Larry, get your ass in here. Uh, all right, well, then. I'm going to try and grapple her then. Um, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Are you you helping me grapple? So how does that work? I mean, yeah, yeah. if you've got a better strength, assisted. you do it. Because um, I've got strength. Well, six. I mean, if, if if you want to grapple her, it can just be it, can, it would just be you just get advantage on the roll. So I'm assuming. I mean, just get like a bit more of a lay of the land kind of thing. I'm assuming it's like it's a she it's an oblong shape. Us, so yeah. Turned. So no, no, she she's completely facing Ooh. you. So that's a zero um, seven. So how long are you hold of her right now? Have I just grabs. So you've basically just sort of like you 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 have like you, probably got you've probably got a good hold of her, Ash. Right. You've probably got a really good hold of her. It was when Jack came in, and sort of grabbed on that you bunched, sort of like got bundled over into to, okay. towards her. So because. Because because Jack is trying to do the grapple on her to sort of restrain her now fully, um, while you well, as you're there, Jack gets the uh, 
gets a uh, bonus roll, so he gets the re-roll, he gets the advantage. So he did re-roll, he got a zero, so that means that he's got a seven to 60, so that's an extreme success. So you've, both of you have managed to subdue Valerie, and she sort of like just crumples to the floor, and like she's just sort of like rocking back and forth, just sort of like going, now they will know, now they will know, now they will know. It's all right, love. Look, just to stay calm. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to try and like calm her down, see if I can do a bit of psychology. But mm -hmm. that will take a little while, so other people should be. Okay. Yep. So, um, just give me give me your psychology roll, and then we'll we'll just see what everybody else is doing. Okay. Oh, that's a fail. I'm going to push the roll. No, actually, no, I won't. Just not so, well, so what was your role? Happen from failing it, you think she's completely sane, but just having a bad week. Well, I mean, I mean that's that, would be, that, 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 would, that would be up to me. But but what what, what was your role? Seventy six to fifty. Seventy six to fifty. Okay, cool. So while um, Jack's trying to diagnose exactly what's going on with with uh, Valerie, what uh, and sort of like Ash is helping hold her onto the floor. Um, Dave, Gary, what are you two doing? You can obviously see this flashing red light on the control panel um, and above it you can actually see Prim's control box that has a green flashing light on it indicating that Prim is actually functioning properly. Um, I think I'm going to try and because we were in the reactor room aren't we? Uh, you're in the control room yeah. The control so you room. Can, well, so you can... say, if, if we do get a chance just to say that she was trying to try to run some kind of program we better look what she was up to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dave's going to go up and try and, um, one, there's a flashing red light. That's almost certainly a warning light. That's going to be bad. So he's going to try and work out what's bad and if he can, what she's done and if he can just undo it or stop it. Okay. Gary, what are you going to do, mate? Well, um, am I right in thinking that Ashley's kind of pointed this big red light out and told me to come over to look at That it. was my intention, was red bad. Yeah. You're a nerd. Come look. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, fine. I guess. I'll, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll pop. I, I mean, I, I think he would obviously be in shock about, a little bit about seeing all of that stuff. He's not, uh, yeah, you know, accustomed yeah. to it. But he would probably see red light, bad thing. What has what has this cray cray person done? Okay. Cool. So, Dave, did you want to check? The, I know, I know, because you, you and Gary basically kind of be doing the same thing, but where the red light is is like a like a computer terminal, but the the sort of like stuff for the reactors is just to the side of it. So who wants to do who wants to do what, or who would rather do what? Hmm. Um, as, as you both kind of like described, you were kind of going to do the same thing. So just, just as you both walk up to the control panel between yourselves, closer. just just. I don't think it really matters, Ben. It's, right. I think it's more sort of what, what, what the wheelhouse for your character is, to be fair. Well, yeah, actually, to be honest, I'll let him deal with it. Yeah. I'm just going to look over, look over the shoulder whilst he deals with it. Oh, so you're just going to leave everything to Dave to do? Okay, Dave. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, 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 I'm going to look, and then when he does something wrong, I'm going to tell him he's messed up, and then do it, and then do it differently. All right, That's okay, cool. Yeah. Well, right, I mean, we'll... If, if I remember correctly, Gary's the robotics guy, I'm the generalist. Well, Gary, Gary's Gary's your is 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 your is your software engineer, really. Oh, he's your software, he, he, and he can dabble yeah. with 
with the drones. He understands how they work. Yeah. You know, he's, ah. he's he's your main service desk man. Yeah. So, right. Um, so, what would you like me to roll to try and understand? What's well, you, going it, on here? anything to do with this, you need to do a computing roll. Computing. Uh, not my strongest. And where where are you standing? Are you standing at the terminal where the red flashing light is, or are you? Yeah, I've, I've got. Uh, okay, yeah, David's so gone up so to, the, the uh, to the terminal. Okay, cool. So give me a computing roll. That's an eighty-three to forty. Okay. Oh look, there's a big fucking red light there. Maybe we should wait for track. As you start typing away on that on that terminal. Um, Gary, are you looking over his shoulder? Are you actually, are you actually sort of like watching what he's doing? Yeah, can I, can I say, oh, you, you, you've done a typo there. Get and push him out of the way and have a and uh, well, do it myself. Well, Dave, literally as he's pushing you out of the way, you hit the enter key on, on whatever command you just typed oh, in to run. Sweet. And then uh, you all hear this voice come over the uh, the tannoy systems and it doesn't sound like prim but it's coming from their control box and all they say is the old one is awakened he will preserve life the true returning god, rightly reclaims his throne. And then the power for the entire floor cuts out. Emergency generators kick in. And... The light that was on Prim's control box has now gone. There is no flashing light there. An alarm, sort of like a kind of like a like a siren begins to sound. A bit like in Star Trek when they go to red alert. That that kind of siren begins to sound all across the station. Oh god, why is the spaceship full of rubble? Sorry. It's a Star Trek thing. Whenever they get red alert and they get blown up, suddenly rubble falls from everywhere. Why is there a spaceship full of rubble? Oh yeah, the polystyrene falls on them, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's what they're transporting. Um, but yeah, power's been cut to the station. Oh, what are you guys going to do? Fuck. So what's going on with that reactor? Is, 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 has the reactor stopped producing energy? There is an emergency generator that's kicked in and it's not going to last for very long. You guys have to get power on. What are you going to do? Reactors uh, don't just stop. There's still a reaction going on. What's happening? Are you guys rated on this thing? I, I, can I... I was just going to say, can I look around? There must be like a service debt map or something. For like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A generator or... But we're in the reactor right right now. We're in the reactor control. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, you are. So why is the reactor not producing power? It's It's gone into... Not exactly a meltdown, but it's as if it's done like an unscheduled shutdown. But it's not been done correctly. So it's as if something's just sort of like pulled the um, the cores out, if you can like. I... Well, I was going to say, can I plug in... I mean, I'm assuming the computer's still on because it's on emergency power, right? Yeah, no, can so I the terminal went off this? and then the terminal's flicked back on again. So it's on like, a, like, an, like an emergency screen. Yeah. So can I kind of like run some sort of diagnostic on it to see... 
why said power is and if there's any sort of anything that we can do about it. Mm-hmm. You'll need um, to use your terminal and your and your big serial yeah. cable. Yeah, that's that's the chunky serial, like the scart lead. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was, uh, you know, that's what I was thinking. So, what do you what do you want me to do for that one? I've got computer or troubleshoot. Give me a troubleshoot roll for that. There you go, 44 to 60. Ooh, success. Okay. Yes. You plug in and you can... You're, you're sort of like running through the lines of code and you're looking at the event log. And it looks as though Valerie, who had... Bearing in mind, who didn't really have any, any computing background, had managed to write a sort of like a dead man switch code. So if anyone tried to interfere with the terminal, it would activate this specific line of code, this specific prompt that would basically kill power to the station. On top of that though, there also appears to have been like a secondary line that kicks in once power has been turned back on again. That's the best way I can put it. I don't know what that is. It, it looks to be sort of like a like a, a, a sort of like a run command for a file, but you can't see what the file is at the moment. Can I turn that off? Uh, you can give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. That would be I a mean, computing wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm g- given that that's just happened. I'm going to try and turn it off. Uh, where is it? Uh, what was that? Uh, 80 to 50. Uh, okay. So you try to turn off that line of code. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. And it's and it's um, and it you, you can't find you, you can't find the correct part of the code to turn it off from. Right. So you sort of like um, uh, or it could be the panic of the fact that the station is now lost power and it's going to slowly start start plummeting He's into in, in, into Jupiter. I mean, this thing, the, the planet is, this planet, the station is noticeably moving at this point. You know, it's not just, you can hear it sort of slowly shifting and like there's all these like groans and sort of strange, I don't know, it's like the, it's like the sounds of like a dying spacecraft, you know, just slowly falling through an atmosphere. So all right, you, well, yeah, let's, let's, let's come back to that one then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and but what uh, is actually preventing the the reactor from providing power to the station? The fact that so, it's been shut down in a yeah, uh, yeah. So it's been in shut a, down in a yes, yeah. So it's it, it's not been shut down in the correct sequence. So the rods are basically just whatever command or or um, code that's been run has basically just pulled the the rods straight out of the reactor. Well, so they are come back in manually, right, guys? Well, you could you, you could you could do an electrical well. What do you guys want? I'm gonna let you guys roll play this. I'm, I'm not gonna feed stuff. Well, I yes. think we should. You know, I mean, I don't trust this computer for a start. Let's just manually insert rods, start it going again. Well, I mean, there should be a manual override to mechanically reinsert them. I'm not going in there and getting them fucking irradiated. I was about oh, yeah. to say, is there any like drones or robots or anything like nearby or anything that? We can kind of get them because I imagine the reactors like we go in there we're gonna we gonna die. Well, 
I mean, well, the way the reactors, reactors work, it's not it's not just it's not just the radiation. There's also an aspect of heat involved. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, what what do we think is the best way to get it started again? As as people that work with this kind of technology, I'll just cut the shit off. I don't know how to get a radio radioactive thing started again. God. We're going to wrap um, can this shit. Uh, I mean, I've got. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not sure what it, what skill it would come under, but it would have... probably be to, if, if well, depending on what depending on what you decide on doing, is if you're going to try it in a way of kicking it off without you guys having to physically physically do something, it's going to be electrical repair. Hmm. If you guys are actually going to go in there and try and push the rods down or use the the equipment in there to to you know, well, let's try the remote method, all right? Um, who else is rated in electrical repair? Well, I'm very good in electrical repair. I'll, I'll, I'll try and give you a hand. So if I make a roll, can he get a bonus dice if I succeed? If you'd like to assist him. Yes. So... I only just failed, but I'm going to use luck to make that success to give you a so what was your what was your fail there? Two to fifteen. Okay, cool. Yep. So spend your two points of luck. Okay, Gary, you get a uh, roll with advantage. So how do I do that? Sorry. Give so just give me a normal electrical repair roll. Yeah, if you succeed the first time, it doesn't matter. Okay. So you can yeah, roll, hard success. You can press bonus penalty and see what you get, but you'll Waste keep the, the best result. The, oh, there. Okay. Oh, yeah. So your first yeah. result is the best. Yeah. So yeah. what did you get on your first result, Ben? Uh, twenty six to seventy. Okay, cool. And then on your, even though you didn't need it on your bonus, you got you got a five set would have been fifty six to seventy, so you would have succeeded anyway. Yep, right. you guys managed to um, re kick off the systems remotely, and the the um, sort of like kind of the hardware in the reactor room pushed the the rods, the now exposed rods, back into the core. Um, and then there's another jolt to the station. Um, power drops again and then comes back on the sirens stop and you kind of like feel the station slightly reorientate itself uh, the movement stops and everything seems to be back to normal again you guys have got Valerie in custody what are you gonna do it's that voice we heard anyone Where did come from the speakers but it came from the speakers, right? It was just a disembodied voice around us. Uh, yeah, no, the, the 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 voice came from came from the speaker system. You you think it might have been Prim, but I mean you haven't heard from them for the last eight oh, hours. Prim. Or so, so. Prim, who's playing silly buggers on the fucking speakers? Prim's uh, control box up, up on the wall is is gone. It's just it's not it's not gone. It's it looks as though it's been deactivated. There's no flashing light on it to indicate any activity whatsoever. Told you. Gary, Never trust Gary, a computer. Gary, can you uh, check the systems? Looks like Prem's offline. I don't know what else. Um, fuck this place up proper. I mean, this is almost professionally fucked up. Seems yeah. uh, a little out of the wheelhouse for like a regular secretary. No, no worries. Um, so, I mean, I'm already still plugged in, I suppose, at this point. So yeah, can I yeah. just check to see yeah, no, you, what's you're, offline? Or? Yeah, your computer rolls from before are, are enough for you to um, to check check certain bits and pieces. It looks as though Prim is Prim is offline. There's no activity on that on that control box anymore on that server. The 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 controlled Prim's consciousness, but 
you can now also see that that line of code that you try to turn off has run and what it's run is the audio file that both Tuck and Valerie were listening to before and that you guys have also heard and I'm assuming it's played it across the station, right? It has played that across the station. Right. So, upon hearing this, Memvis um, picks up a radio and starts cycling through the um, the channels for Deck 5. And all, all you can hear in the corner of the room is um, security desk come in. Security desk... Uh, d deck four, come in. Can anyone hear me? Hello? And there's Hello? just static. There's just static on the line. Hello? And, uh, you there? She, she looks back and she's like, Jack, that isn't helping. We've lost contact to the rest of the station. Well, clearly this is a extremely serious breach of health and safety breach of health and safety it's a breach of security something's gone wrong we're going to expect an extreme compensation from the company for dealing with this shit for one and look at this woman she's been driven insane with stress she is literally just rocking back on the fourth just going now they will know like we know <laughs> it's alright <laughs> And who was that idiot on, on speakers? Do you know who it was, love? Do you, do you know that fella? With the gravelly voice? <laughs> now they will know. Now they will know. Oh, they're going to know, all right. This is going straight into the book. Sydney comes over and uh, starts tapping on the control panel to see if he can, he, he can figure out anything that's going on. Um... It's like, no. Damn it. Whatever she's done is just... Uh, screwed the system from inside out. I don't know. I, I, I can't figure it out. Um, you mean Prib? The AI which cannot go wrong? I'm, I'm talking about Valerie. Somehow she's managed to rewrite half the code for the station. I didn't think a person could do that in the amount of time that she had up here. This could be a virus from one of the uh, corporate, you know... Espionage and that, maybe. Uh, we, we need to we need to get some eyes on what's going on. Um, uh, security cameras, security cameras on the floors. Um, uh, 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 Gary, can you give me a hand with this? Can you can you can you, can you, can you help me get up the security feeds? Right, and, you are. Uh, fucking hell, could you have said? Right, you are. Right, you are my lover. <laughs> I was actually thinking of that, but um. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. like Gary's vocabulary is basically okay, yes, and definitely, but he definitely wouldn't say no problem. <laughs> well, um, Sydney's going to do a computer roll, and he gets a success 44 to 46. Um, so you two are there, you, you tap it away, and you bring up the security feed on, on, a, on a monitor in the far left-hand corner, and you can kind of see that there's just nothing on deck five there's just no one there uh, Memphis sees this and she's like no 
I've got I've got to go down now. I've got, I've got to find out what's going on. My team are not responding. It's clearly something's happened. Is is that blood? No, no. I, I need to get down. I need to get down there now. And she starts to push everyone out of the way and head head towards the the door of the control room to, to, to that, leave. That's Dave just gonna hold on to Memphis's arm. Go. You don't want to go down there alone, love. And we don't know what we're going into. Maybe we'll check out the cameras a few more bits first, and then we'll go down there more mob-handed. You can see you go alone and something's wrong, wrong. You're just another victim. Okay, give me a persuasion roll. Oh, Dave, which is amazing fucking persuasion skill. Oh, fuck. Oh. This is not going to work. Yeah, that's, a, that's an 87 to 10. Yeah, Memvis does not look convinced by your eloquently put argument, and she quite yeah, easily... A pretty rational argument. <laughs> Yeah, she quite easily shakes off shakes off your hand and proceeds to leave the control room. Uh, what is everyone going to do? Oh, fuck it. Dave's going to go with her. Okay, well, Dave. Well, what good we're doing up here. And we, we should get together with, with others and, and work out what's going on. So, yeah, I'm going to go down as well. Have we got the reactor started? We just don't have yep, the AI. Yep, yep. Yep. Reactor's on, Prim's just gone. We don't know where Prim is. She's disappeared. So we, we no longer feel well. We can feel as as the station's orbit stabilised, as far as we can tell. Yep. No. It's all. Everything seems to stop moving. It's all seems to be back. Okay. So, Memphis, well, what then, is the effect of not having Prim running? What kind of stuff can we expect to go wrong? It's not really my wheelhouse, but um, life support could go off. We could have problems with onboard gravity. Um, uh, anything and everything. The lifts might not work. We could lose security. Can we designed could, it anything. to work like that? Fucking hell. Bloody Nora, that's, that's just useless. Those kind of systems can run their own. This is, you know, AI gone mad, is what it is. Anyway, but, sorry. Yeah, she probably, Prim probably has. She's, they're gone. Look, I, I, I need to get downstairs. I need, I need to go. And she just, she just storms out and you can hear her thudding down the corridor. Just like Moonbase Alpha. Just like Moonbase Alpha. Dave looks around for any sort of... Um, anything he could use as a weapon, like a wrench, or a big lump of pipe, and Give he's going to go roll. after her. Hmm? Give me a luck roll. Oh, fuck. Luck of the moonish. <laughs> oh, 62 to 72. Okay. Dave is tooled up, motherfucker. You find a ratcheted screwdriver. Oh, it's a shank. Oh, that's yep. uh, uh, not I'll ideal. I'll get out my force uh, wrench, and uh, I'll be carrying that just in case. Why are we carrying weapons? What are we expecting to meet? I don't fucking know. But when I don't fucking know, I want to be armed when I meet it. Meet what? What is it? I mean, the station's gone a bit funny. There's some bloke playing, playing silly buggers on speakers, but, you know... Apart from that, well, well, and this last here has gone fucking crazy. And as much as I think working with Pope could do that know. to a lass, I think maybe there's something a bit more going on here. I don't want to be unarmed when I walk into it. Plus, we got that crazy fucker, your, your drug fucking mule bastard friend. Don't, don't 
Don't be speaking that out loud, mate. <laughs> it's supposed to be stung, mate. Just... No, right, well, well, before the world went to shit, it would have been stung. But right now, I don't trust that crazy fucker. And if I meet him, I want to make sure I'm carrying something. And whatever the fuck else is going on down there, I want to make sure I'm carrying something. No, it's fair, it's fair. I want to hit, hit the guy in the back of the neck with a wrench too, but you know, business is business. Dave is just going to stop for a second, reach into his back pocket, pull out a long sock, <laughs> and then get his lucky lucky moon potato and just drop it so, into the sock. Okay. So he's got two weapons now. So you basically have a kosh as well. Okay. Yeah, I've got a kosh and a shanking screwdriver. Yep. A ratcheted shank screwdriver. Yep. So, um, Ashley, Gary, what are you two doing? Um, I'd probably be going with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Following. Yeah. Um, unplug, you know, pack up all my terminal stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah. We've seen what we needed to do. See, nothing else I can do. Okay. Cool. I'll be bringing this Back in home for tea and medals. Well. Is she easy to, to move along? I mean, she's a gibbering mess. Yeah, she's bleeding quite a lot. I'll get some help from Dave if he's okay with it, just to carry her. We've got to get her some treatment. Yeah. I'll leave her up here. Yeah, that Dave will carry her, or help carry her. Okay. All right. Well, you you all leave the control room, and you uh, make it back to the lift, and uh, head down to deck five. Um, when you arrive on deck five, it is quiet. Very much too quiet. Um, considering how, how busy and bustling it was just a uh, half hour ago, it's... What is deck five? That's the recreation area, right? No, deck five is where everyone, all the shuttles dock. Anyone coming onto the station, they, they go in via deck five. So it's basically sort of like the main hub, if you like. This is where, you know. Well, this is where this is where both uh, your ship and the Valentine docked. Um, Can we see if the ships are still there, Ali? Yeah, no, the the, the ships are still there. There's the, there's um there's nothing to suggest that they've gone. Um, but there is definitely an eerie feel down here um, there's paperwork all over the shop you know like pens and pencils have been thrown around uh, you got sort of like emergency lighting flickering on and off and just just sort of like getting yourselves getting your heads around what's going on on this floor you all hear a thud come from the maintenance cabin what are you gonna do I'm just going to try and hide behind something and watch the maintenance cabin. Okay. So everybody else going to get me potato in a sock. Well, we're in a ship, right? So it's metallic floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it like the sound? Is it? Could we try from the sound? Could we discern what kind of thing it was? Like a meaty, like someone stepping, falling over. Something metallic. That's a good question. It did kind of sound like someone falling over in the cabin. Okay. And, just uh, a door next door so that we could 
vehicle or push open. No, I mean, the, the maintenance cabin is above the security office, so you guys have to go up the little... You have to walk around into the main foyer area and then up the little staircase into the cabin. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, He's yeah. Probably yeah. passed out from flood loss or something. Yeah, because you guys did kind of leave him up there, didn't you? No, we, didn't we leave someone with him? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh well, we're not. That's, that seems like a Memphis problem. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll quickly run up and I'll go up the stairs and poke my head in and make sure he's not actually dead. Or okay. Worse. How are you running up these stairs? <laughs> well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, his legs. Are you bravely? Bravely, bravely, but stealthily, or just, or just bravely, like clanking around. So, I mean, the meta half of me wants to say no, stealthily, of course. The Ashley half of me is saying, well, no. There's, there's a guy in there that might be bleeding out because we may have forgotten to leave someone with him, so he's probably not gonna be so just, beaky. So, so just, just balls to the wall. Yeah. Just full on yeah. action ash. Okay. As much as that is the wrong decision, that okay. is what he would be doing. Alright, well you get up you get up the stairs and you get to the security cabin door and it's locked. What do you do? Well, I tried. Uh, what kind of door is it? It's just sort of like you, you sort of like your normal everyday door. It's not like it's not like super fancy or anything. It's, it's not it's like for a super space door like like would like yeah, no, slide up like or anything like, like, like it's a, a door. Yeah, it's just it's just like a cabin door. I'll put my foot through it. Oh, okay. Give me a give me a strength roll there. <laughs> there you go. Fifty-two to seventy-five. Okay, cool. So. Ash, you obviously you, you run up these stairs. You know what? Describe the whole process of you going through the foyer and up the stairs for me, please. Okay, so we'll hear the slump. There'll be the sudden realization of it. Oh, uh, he's probably passed out. You not leave anyone with it. Oh, obviously. Head up the stairs. Try the door. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! None of you's got a key for this. Who locked it anyway? And I'm guessing just be let my blank face is going, uh. Yep. So just turn and one swift movement, foot just under the lock. Wow. Well, we've got a level five security cord, right? There's no time for that. Well, just, and, you press uh, the fucking card against it. Ashley, you kick the door open and it swings open with a thud. And <laughs> uh, the. Brains him on the floor. <laughs> the door is and the office is empty. Um, are you guys all following Ash up? Yep. Bravely yep. cowering behind. Yeah? Yep. I'm probably staying where I am. Okay. Well, no. Memvis is going to run round to the security desk. Start looking there. Um, I'm not in right? We all heard that. There was a the sound of something clumping, right? Well, uh... As you uh, say that, Ash, who's, who's up there with you? Um, yeah, I think Dave would have followed him up there. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> Jack, you're staying you're staying down, sort of hiding behind like a potted plant or something. Conveniently shaped potted plant. Yes. Yeah. Like I say, I'm a, I'm I'm keeping a lookout for anyone else coming up, so I'm staying back where I was. Okay, cool. So, so they, you are you are yeah, in yeah. the potted plant then. 
Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like outside near, near, near I am the become lift. plant. Yeah, but there's yeah. a potted plant near the lift that you're hiding behind. That's that's what's happening. I don't know. I don't trust potted plants. Plants oh, in general are bad news. Why is that? <laughs> I'll just be by like a, a, a nice strut that will hide my belly. You know. Oh, so you buy you buy a water you buy a water cooler then? Maybe that would work. Okay, cool. So you're hiding behind the water cooler, which is behind the potted plant. Alright. Uh, okay, like cool. Um, Ash, Dave, and Gary, as you walk into the uh, maintenance cabin, uh, you look around the room. I guess you're sort of trying to figure out where the sound came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think okay. so. Neatly presented on the middle of the desk in front of you is a severed tongue and what appears to be a bloody blunt pair of office scissors laying next to it. Ooh. Next to those is a teacup that bubbles and then two eyeballs pop up in it, floating up and down. Thank you for listening to episode 54 of Spectre and the Fog, Power Failure. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill and Nostromo from TabletopAudio.com. Sound effects are from FreeSFX.co.uk. If you like the episode and have any questions or just want to say hi, you can do so on Twitter at SpectreFog or on Facebook at SpectrePod. We also have an official Discord channel, which is free for you to join, links for which are on our social media and in the episode notes. Finally, you can now also leave us a review on Spotify. Five stars to be absolutely spiffing. Remember, always double check before you hit the enter key, and keep investigating. <laughs>